Caucasian guy. And egg white. Good evening, I am high-pitched woke Asian guy. Sort of like that annoying shit in the back of the taxi who talks too loud while giving the wrong directions. While drunk. Anyway, the running order of this show is Egg White's eccentric voice messages followed by GB News rant and some other waffle. I'm sure you'll be entertained. You most probably won't. We have what may be a regular slot here. Egg White's voice messages. You know you've done it. Sitting on the sofa, bored off your tits, but your mind wanders. And what do you do? You can leave voice messages. Sometimes it's like that because you don't want to make an actual call because you don't want to engage in a conversation. Nobody talks anymore. Like a drive-by shooting. Hey mate, did I hear any major organs? So here we have some choice stuff from the man of the hour. Egg white. Why there'd never be a Cockney James Bond? Alright you little <laughs> seems to be doing all the killing round here. My lover, my name is Bond, James Bond, in it. Oh my god, it's like so amazing. <laughs> I like work for like MI6 or something like that. I don't really understand it. <laughs> They've given me all this like fantastic little clubber and all this technical stuff, but I'm not really technical. I can't use an iPhone myself, can I? Oh no, <laughs> right, anyway. Uh, what what I need to do, right? I, I gotta go to some place and, and, and shoot some people. I don't know why. It's <laughs> not very really nice, is it? Why can't we just have a nice cup of tea? Why there'd never be a South African James Bond? Hello, mighty. I absolute superstar. Yeah, absolute superstar, mighty. Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? I am James Bond, mighty. That is, I'm not angry. I'm not angry. What do you say? Why are you saying I'm angry? I'm not angry. This is just how I speak. Right? Mighty. Mighty. I told you, mighty. Mighty. You absolute superstar. So, not play on stereotypes at all, right? Here's a just a tip. Tip. Why don't they make Idris Elba 008? So you have one of those Star Wars spin-off style cash-ins where you can protect the main brand. I.e. get Tom Hardy as Bond or Anton Deck. Imagine a latter, double O underscore one and double O underscore two. That means if they actually have sex with a female spy, it'll have to be all three of them. That'll be weird. Uncharted sex territory for Bond. Two Bonds for the price of one. Give the audience who want change what they want. The first non-white socially conscious spy. One who kills while leaving a zero carbon footprint. Do -do -do -do, do -do 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 socially conscious Bond. I think this is a section I'm going to call GB News Watch, but from the woke Asian guy perspective. So most of it's usually like anti-woke kind of like sentiments. Ah, we're all being just constricted with all this wokeness. So I'm going to play a clip from one of the things that they published on YouTube, which obviously went out on transmission. Let's give it a go. So it's it's Whitey McWhite, Colin Brazier, doing a speech about some police officer that was basically in trouble. I'll let you hear the rest. A police officer from South Yorkshire will face a disciplinary panel with the power to sack him. His crime? Tampering with evidence, fabricating a confession, nothing of the kind. <laughs> ...is facing a misconduct hearing for allegedly saying, quote, maybe I should start eating curry when he learned of an Asian man who had lived to the age of 105. The constable is said to have made the remark whilst chatting to another officer described as being of British Indian heritage 
Uh, the Shepkut no, what he used was casual racism. It's called casual racism. It's where you imply the racism without actually saying it. So it's not like the 70s where you can say the P word. Oh, they've just brought in this guy who's basically another white guy talking to another white guy. Uh, Andrew Doyle, presenter of Free Speech Nation, well, telling that everybody that's that, not racist. My casual reverse racism could be the fact that I could just go up to a white guy and says, well, if I eat chips, I might just die at the age of 30. And let's listen to what this guy says, because I just couldn't be bothered. I switched out. Uh, it'd be interesting if he substituted the, the word curry for something else of another nationality, say maybe I should start eating Yeah, he's, he's going for the hard facts here. He's just going for the like, well, yes, everything is now implied. Not everyone says it like to your face. It's just, you know, they just say certain words as a sleight of hand. Racism meant hatred or prejudice against people because of their skin colour. Transphobe, homophobe, fascist even, Nazi. I mean, it is an absolute... Fascist and Nazi. Excellent. This man has range. Diverse people in the audience to say, hold on. Hold on. It is actually implied racism. I mean, shall I just, I don't know. If it was a phoning show, I'd be phoning it every day. Well, technically, he shouldn't have been charged as a racist. He should have been charged as an implied racist. An implied racist term. Hmm. I like the fact that there's actually no diversity in the, uh, a different viewpoint. I think the problem is, I don't think there are that, that many Indian taxi drivers who want to go home and just watch GB News. Now, the police officer, if he actually said, now this is interesting, right? So, so the actual spices in curries and Indian food are actually got medicinal properties, magical medicinal properties, and some of them are actually very good for you. I don't think at four in the morning when you want a curry and, you know, you poop your guts out on midday the next day. I don't think those are the magical properties that are in those curries. But other curries, when they're made well, are fine. So if the police officer says, you know, if I actually had some of the actual um, curries, I would live to be 95 because I know that there are like certain elements and some of the ingredients are actually very good for the system. Now, if he actually said that, I doubt very much he would have got into trouble as he is because he's being woke. Oh, while we're listening, the background of, of the... Uh, Whitey McWhite guy is actually a cream background. So not only is his shirt and background white, his opinions are white too. Like it. Prioritization of this notion of lived experience. Now this is coming straight uh, from the playbook of critical social justice. This ideological movement that lots of people can detect. They've all ex we've all experienced it. We know what's going on with the various unconscious bias trains. No, it's implied casual racism. It happens all the time when you're racially profiled. That's casual racism. I feel I should be the third person in there, just underneath, just going. That's a load of cock. Do you think? Location guy will actually get his own TV show on GB News and just talk cobblers. Colin Brazier is just nodding. Uh, then that is the case. And this has seeped into police practice across the board. So if you go to the government hate crime website, uh, you can see... It's not a hate crime, it's casual racism. He didn't chuck like a samosa in the guy's face when he said that he wanted to live to 95. That's a hate crime. It's actually a lesser hate crime if it's a samosa. I mean, if there's a bag of chips, then that is more racist, really, because you're using your cultural identity to throw something in someone's face. So, in summation, when two white guys are discussing about people not being racist and trying to break down the fact that what they said was not racist, you know the guy was racist and they're trying to backtrack on the racism. Thank God we've got to the end of that piece. So we learnt nothing new. That's my GB News watch of the day. I'm sure there's going to be a few more because I've started watching some of these and just wanted to punch myself, not in the face, but in the cock. I mean, how far is this wokeness actually going to go? You know, 
Does that mean if I go to Curry's and buy an iPhone, Curry's is cancelled, so I can't buy any electronic gadgets apart from Amazon? What about Ed Edwina Curry? Is Edwina Curry going to be cancelled because of her name? And let's go to Retro Woke Watch. So, if you were a person of colour in British television in the 70s and 80s, chances are that you would have had a stereotypical name. So let's start with your favourite and mine, Art Malik. So I'm going to read the character names that Art Malik played from the late 70s all the way to the 80s. Strap yourself in, guys. It's going to be fun. Or not. Fred, doctor in hospital. Doctor. Dave, Mahmoud. Dr. Mustag, Aziz Al-Haq, Turk, Ravi, Farouk, Zarin, Harry Kumar, Tariq Pasha, Farouk, Indra, there's two Farouks, wow, talk about range, so in the Leaving Daylights, he was Cameron Shah, Dr. Ved Lahari, Aziz, they're sort of lazy, it was like, yeah, okay, let, let's, let's put the Asian name generator on, okay, what does it, an Asian name generator on, because we're getting, uh, Art Malik to get part in this. Shams, Ramzi Ahmad Yusuf, Jamal, Bipin Raj. Hello, Bipin. How are you, Tam? Oh, Harrison. Oh, no, the, the Indian name generator's broken. Let's fix it. Okay. Is it working now? Okay, well, here we are. Faiz Ahmad, Inspector Harrison. Ooh, imagine that. Inspector Harrison and Art Malik walks in. Goes, you're not an Inspector Harrison. You must be an Inspector Curry. That's how... Writer's work, I suppose. Ah, Holby City, Zubin Khan. How many Khans are there? Ahil Khan, there's another Khan. There's a Malik. Abdul Aziz Al-Hakim. Tyrant. I don't know, was he impersonating Chris Tarrant? I don't know, the man has range. Professor Hamad Jassim. Imagine you at a dinner party and you introduce all these people. Sheikh Idrim, Sheikh Khalid. Come in. Uncle Mirza, Ahmed. Um, that's his first... He got to 2012 and he got to play his first Ahmed. Interesting. That's good. And Bunny Latif. Oh, oh, okay. He's in Homeland playing Bunny Latif. Bunny, nice guy. Latif, he will cut your face. If you want to know, he was born November 13th, 1952 in Bahawalpur, Pakistan. Then he came to England, went to drama school. Became famous. Then a cliché. So I'm not sure America's actually as much into this whole wokery thing as the British people are. But on Twitter, I noticed some Muslim guy called Abdullah Fayyad. He put on Twitter, Today, while asking me about who I was visiting on my trip, a border patrol agent said I was being coy with my answers and suggested that it would be possible that I am friends with, I kid you not, Osama bin Laden. Okay, I know Twitter people sort of shout out some aggrieved kind of like situation and I'm not surprised with the Border Patrol having a few interesting eggs, not bad eggs, because I don't want to be banned from going on holiday to America. I like America, New York and Los Angeles, Idaho. All of our podcast listeners live there. Excellent. But that's not the crazy fucking shit. Crazy shit is of all, of all the uh, replies, that's not the crazy shit. So on all the replies... One of them, from my mom says, I'm funny and... I can get the rest of the uh, name, so it doesn't really matter. Said, I am a white person. My son's passport didn't match the biometrics because they had gone through puberty. They are super nice to us. Highly recommend being white in America. It's much more pleasant. Now, there's quite a few things to break down there. One, 
I don't think Muslims can sort of bleach themselves like Michael Jackson so they can just be treated better by the Border Patrol. I don't think it'll work there. They can, I mean, they can try dressing up in Adidas tracksuits and going, Hey man, I love Fonzie. They're probably too young to remember Fonzie, but they can always try. You never know. And another reply was, me too. When my white 12-year-old daughter set off the metal detector, the TSA decided to search her backpack, not at all involved, rather than touch her body, then let us go. That's interesting. So they're blatantly saying, well, you know, you, you've born in the wrong face. So we are going to cause problems if we think you look funny. You don't have to act funny or say anything funny. If you look funny, we might question you with an enhanced level of detail. Like, are you friends with a guy who's been dead for a few years? Yes. How can you be friends with a guy who's been dead for a few years? Unless you do a seance. Excellent. So swiftly moving on to something a bit more lighter. Simply, one cannot get through to the end of a podcast without mentioning David Walliams. I've been told by the pretend lawyers in my head, because I can't afford any real lawyers, that this is a parody. Parody. So there's actually no animosity towards anything I'm about to say. I was forced to say that. So he was in the news recently about the fact that one of his stories from The World's Worst Children was taken off. Guess what it was? And you know, this is a guy who did Little Britain. So the story was called Brian Wong, who was never, ever wrong. So yeah, that's great. And it's about a kid that's a swat as well. So okay, all the cultural stereotypes. Now, rather than just me ranting like everyone else does on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and MySpace. Is it still a thing? Apparently it's still a thing. So I think I woke Asian guy should do my own story about David Walliams called David Walliams the overprivileged person who thinks he's funnier than he actually is so it's about this baby David Walliams the overprivileged child who wrote some comedy so it's about this little kid who wrote something funny but it wasn't that funny until he started making racially charged comedy then for some reason it was at the height of when people didn't care, so they found it very funny. So, little David Walliams thought he was very funny. Chapter 1. He and his friend, Matt Lucas, sat in a Primrose Hill coffee shop writing little stories about everyone outside of their support bubble. Yes, the poor, the black, the Chinese. These stories were ever so funny, and when they went to the television network and pitched it, so when they finished writing their scripts and white paper, do you reckon they dressed up in their white shirts, got in their white cars, drove up to the white building, met the white execs in the white walls of the white offices to pitch their white idea? That's a lack of diversity, I think, in the process. And you see where the issue arises. They all laughed heartily while looking down at everybody. But when there was an outroar a few years later, they apologised and says we didn't mean to do it that way because it was cult not culturally racist. It wasn't racist to make jokes about these because we make fun of ourselves. Then, after a few years, David Williams wrote some children's stories and apart from one contentious story featuring a Chinese character, we all lived happily ever after.
Now, is there anyone in publishing or television who wants to take on my project? David Williams, the little boy that was overprivileged and didn't know it. Well, I think I've just managed to offend everybody. So let's just end this podcast with some commentary by Egg White. Dude, is, uh, is me saying, just touch this big knob. Oh, pardon. Is that enough to get me cancelled? So there's a knob. Oh, pardon. That I have to touch uh, as a big light switch. And it's, and it's basically, it's a big knob. So I'm just making quite a juvenile joke reference to it. But is me going, you just flick this big knob or touch this big knob, turn this big knob and then saying, oh, pardon, at the end. Is that uh, acceptable or do I need to be cancelled? Thanks. Just gone into home base, right. And there was a guy, probably like mid to late 50s with his wife, no mask. And he genuinely spoke like this. You know, like, yeah, anyway, you're not going to wear, I ain't wearing my mask anymore. No, I don't know, COVID can't catch me sort of thing. And he genuinely spoke like this. And uh, I think I might have looked a little bit weird, to be honest, mate. Because I think I might have been following him around to try and like, just to, to actually hear them speak. Because I thought it's quite funny. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, the reason why I was in home base, this is because uh, I needed to buy a toilet seat because I broke mine. And I, uh, instead of just going for a normal one, I got a grey glitter uh, toilet seat. Grey glitter, Gary glitter, Gary glitter, shitter, rhyming slang. Um, so, yeah, the adventures of Egg White. Occasion guy. And Egg White.